0: Welcome to the Intelligent Treasury Insights podcast series. Today, we will discuss the new era for trade finance in Latin America. My name is Fernando Iraola. I'm head of Latin America Global Transaction Services at Bank of America. And with me today is Jean-Paul Antelo, head of trade and supply chain finance for the region. Welcome, Jean-Paul. Thank you for the invitation, Fernando. Let's jump straight into our conversation, Jean-Paul. What are some of the new trends you're seeing in trade finance in the region? What is the new normal?
1: It's a great question to start the conversation, Fernando. As the saying goes, the new normal is that change continues to be the only constant in the trade finance ecosystem. In LATAM, we see four common trends driving our supply chain finance agenda. First, working capital management. It's always key in leading the trend, digitalization, technology adoption, and the newest of all, ESG awareness. As we all have experienced, COVID heavily disrupted the global trade and supply chains, uncovering unseen risks. Latin America accounted for 30% of the global virus contagion and experienced a drastic 7.4% GDP contraction in 2020. This was a phenomenon driving the need for immediate transformation, for companies to sustain their business continuity, scalability, and operational risk efficiency. And once again, anchored on timely and adequate working capital management to build resilience against future shocks. There's renewed focus on building efficiencies around working capital. It continues to be a high priority, Fernando. 52% of companies in LATAM are embracing new ways of balancing their supply chain finance strategies through a combination of solidifying relationships with key suppliers, competitive financing costs, diversifying supplier sourcing, identifying alternative shipping ports, seeking warehousing economies of scale and embracing process digitalization. Once again, we hear in the market on a daily basis, shortages or congestions. So how do we anticipate these shocks? How about technology adoption? Always-on risk management solutions have also emerged to give our corporates more automation, transparency, and visibility of their supplier ecosystem. And to anticipate and mitigate this new normal supply shortages, material scarcity, Port congestion, increased freight tariffs, improved demand forecasting, and changing consumer attitudes have directly impacted our working capital and, most importantly, our liquidity optimization strategies. Within this focus, technology adoption, our third trend in the trade finance ecosystem, emerges through the integration of utilizing software or artificial intelligence as a service to enhance digitalization, support new working environments, accelerate and streamline documentation exchanges, and most important, as we digitize our world, fighting cyber security risks. The newest trend of them all, the need for ESG, to be embedded, Fernando, in our supply chain finance ecosystem. 81% of corporates Are more focused on sustainability than three years ago. This focus has accelerated the need to switch from paper to electronic, enhance goods traceability, as well as rapidly implement payment automation solutions. I'll give you an example we're looking at the press. In Brazil, consumers are concerned that their goods are made by wood that originates from protected areas in the Amazon. Hence, tracing the origin of goods in the supply chain finance, utilizing blockchain technology are emerging to meet these new ESG standards. Or the Panama Canal investing $32 billion in a 10-year timeframe in order to decarbonize their operations. In summary, all these trends will be a catalyst of change and drivers of growth for our Latin America supply chain finance ecosystem. And it's imperative for companies to accelerate the adoption of these four trends
0: to build up long term supply chain resiliency. Fascinating, Jean Paul. Clearly, working capital management has always been a priority across global multinationals and corporates around the world. But its prioritization has increased significantly as a consequence of the crisis we have lived through over the past two years. But it's also fascinating to see the relevance that Latin America has played as part of the ecosystem in the supply chain. So I would like to go a little bit deeper into both the opportunities and challenges that we see from a supply chain financing perspective in the region.
1: As we navigate from these four trends that I was mentioning at the beginning of our conversation, we now look at the macro level. We are all expecting the revival of economic activity for massive, significant regional GDP rebound. Global trade flows have begun to increase. Some of the largest economies of the world, especially the US and China, are rapidly reversing the poor performance in 2020. This effect will certainly benefit the Latin America region. The United States, as you may know, is the main destination of trade goods for Mexico, Colombia, Ecuador, and most Central American countries. While on the other hand, the Southern coal, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, and Uruguay, export to China play a decisive role in maintaining their trade balances. As an example, the Latin America-China trade balance is expected to more than double by 2035, to more than 700 billion, from 315 billion in the last 20 years, according to the World Economic Forum. There are more than 300 free trade agreements in force around the world. 35, one-tenth, have been signed by Latin American and Caribbean countries, all of them targeting tariff reductions to promote trade flows growth between our regions. Complemented by LATAM's proximity to the U.S., Chinese investments in the region and labor cost create a positive ecosystem for multinational corporations to source supply chain opportunities in the region. LATAM is poised to have the biggest potential to become a global supply chain hub. The Caribbean and Central America, for example, are positioning themselves as attractive markets close to US global manufacturers, replacing the need for China suppliers. Let's go deeper into the Caribbean the Dominican Republic. Today is the fifth largest trader of the US after Mexico, Brazil, Argentina, and Colombia with 16 billion in trade flows. All this potential is created by our strategic footprint, by our strategic source of raw materials that can be exported to the world. However, all this potential have its challenges, political, regulatory, tax, and poor infrastructure gaps are common in Latin America. This obviously impacts our trade competitors and the efficiency of markets. These factors must be addressed and escalated by governments in joint effort with companies and industries to reshape regulation and legal frameworks to continue to foster innovation, innovation that can fuel global trade flows. Current global logistics shortages, another current challenge and disruptor to our region. According to UN, it costs more than five times as much to ship goods from China to South America compared to last year's pandemic lows. Nonetheless, companies are accelerating and reshaping their supply chain strategy to de-risk themselves from these temporary but impactful operational shocks. Now more than ever, the Latin American corporates need to have a sustained supply chain finance process to enhance and continue to build resiliency and be scalable to also lead for potential profitability growth. Once again, the Latin countries key to success is how swiftly they implement and adopt our digital solutions to become more agile, transparent, in order to promote equal and standardized global negotiation terms. This will be key on how do we adopt digital document signatures, real-time payments, electronic tax payments. It is just the start, Fernando, as companies must learn to be consistent across their innovation strategies, in line with all the government intervention of opening the channels needed to build those connectivity bridges between companies and suppliers, enhancing processes and efficiencies. In summary, Today, our region is presenting new opportunities for supply chain extension, given our geographic comparative advantages. This, coupled by a profound global corporate demand to transform supply chain through process digitalization, process standardization, government industries collaboration and innovation, Latin America is poised for long-term trade growth. The access to adequate and timely supply chain finance solutions are a key element
0: for economic development, and sustain trade facilitation. Thank you so much, Jean-Paul, extremely insightful. And thank you all for listening to our Treasury Insights Podcast for Latin America. And please do stay tuned for our future releases.
2: Bank of America and B of A Securities are the marketing names used by the global banking and global markets divisions of Bank of America Corporation. Lending, other commercial banking activities, and trading in certain financial instruments are performed globally by banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, including Bank of America NA member FDIC. Trading in securities and financial instruments and strategic advisory and other investment banking activities are performed globally by investment banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, investment banking affiliates, including in the United States, B of A Securities Incorporated and Merrill Lynch Professional Clearing Corp., both of which are registered broker dealers and members of SIPC and in other jurisdictions by locally registered entities. B of A Securities Incorporated and Merrill Lynch Professional Clearing Corp are registered as futures commission merchants with the CFTC and are members of the NFA. Investment products offered by investment banking affiliates are not FDIC insured, may lose value, and are not bank guaranteed.